Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Wednesday, gang, and welcome to another Andy Goldstein's TalkSport Daily podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. And we kick things off with my show, would you believe, the Andy Goldstein Sports Bar, Monday at Thursday from 10pm. Looking back at the evening's Premier League action, with Sheffield United winning their first game of the season, would you believe, in the Premier League after beating Newcastle, and Manchester United attempting to go top when they played Burnley at Turf Moor. Now, regular listeners to the podcast will know that while I'm recording these links, the game is currently being played. It's nil-nil with 65 minutes on the clock, which of course is enough to take United to the top of the Premier League. But I'll make this bold prediction. United win 2-0. Goals from Bruno Fernandes and Marcus Rashford. Now, oh, hold on, they're attacking now. The ball comes out wide. It's Marcus Rashford, just outside the edge of the box. He tries to take on Ben Mee. He beats him. He puts a cross in. <clears throat> and nothing happens. And that's why it's Sam out of face that does all the commentary for TalkSport. Full time. It's a big win for Oligan Asolsko, who fist pumps Sean Dyche. And, and really, well, few could deny Manchester United deserve it overall. When you go away to places like Burnley, those three points, when you are trying to win a title, they are hard fought. They never, rarely do they come easy. So credit to United today. And Burnley huffed and puffed, but ultimately the quality showed. Paul Pogba is the man with the finish. Burnley have been so dogged, but United get the breakthrough. This could put some distance between themselves and Liverpool, of course, at the top of the table. It's a good position to be in. Uh, you want to be there all the time, of course, and that's the time to enjoy football. But as I said, no one will remember the league table the 12th of January. Uh, absolutely not. But all these are the wheel, baby. All these are the wheel. There must be Liverpool fans slightly nervous now. Well, they're not. Yeah. I don't believe any Liverpool fan that comes on here and says no, they're not. I'll tell you why. I'll tell you why they are. Because they're three points now off United, and if City win their two games in hand, they'll be two points behind City. Effectively, and the City will because they look fantastic. Effectively, Liverpool now, the champions, are third in the Premier League. That's how I see it. And Liverpool fans, we listen to this, go, no, we're not, we're not. You should be worried. You should be. won six of nine away from home in the Premier League. Final score from Molyneux here tonight, Wolves one, Everton two. Without the crowd, of course, the away team has more advantage. We we perform better away because 
at all. We didn't have the support of our fans. That was really important. Angelotti's doing it in pieces and he's doing what he needs to do. And I'm still confident that we're going to finish third. And you're very right to take Manchester United a top four place because there's nothing like luck. And a, a, a deflected Pobar goal against Burnley doesn't make you the best team in the country. Well, in fact, it does. Team. It does. It, we are so. factually the best team in the country at the moment. Michael Keane with the header and Everton looking good here now. It is Wolves 1, Everton 2. Just watch Michael Keane. His distribution was absolutely superb. I mean, you're playing a team was... 14th. I mean, you got to calm it down oh, a bit, Les. you playing Barcelona. I'm not talking about... <laughs> I'm not talking about Michael Keane, though. <laughs> you're talking about Michael Keane. His distribution was amazing. Sounds like you're playing Barcelona. I look at Sheffield United. They're going to be out of the Premier League unless something drastic happens. And that's going to be really drastic. And it ain't going to happen under this manager. Sheffield United have won a Premier League game for the first time this season at the 18th attempt. Sheffield United won, Newcastle United nil. A uh, long time coming, not going to get carried away. You know, it's it's been far too long from 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 my team to to get that win. But yeah, we, we're all delighted. I'm, I'm I'm delighted for the players and the, and the supporters uh, because it's been a, it's been a tough, obviously, in a long run. I've been in a long, long time. In some people's eyes, you know, I shouldn't be managing of Newcastle I understand that too but look I'm disappointed that we've you know we've we haven't played well enough tonight but I can only let that just go and um, let other people make that opinion there's a guy out there right now Eddie Howe he doesn't have a club I know he's been linked with Celtic but for crying out loud Mike Ashley he's got to do something he's got to make a move now and get a different manager in because this team is going absolutely well, nowhere Eddie, I mean look Eddie Howe took Bournemouth down last year and, and I like Eddie Howe as a manager and he's still incredibly young and will come back and we'll get a club that um, that he deserves and he's been out of the game quite a while. They'll play a better brand of football, no no question about that, but I don't think there's any guarantees he'll, no. he'll keep them up. EFL Chief Exec Trevor Birch has told TalkSport that football will come under extreme governmental pressure if it continues to flout COVID rules. We can hear from the Middlesbrough manager Neil Warnock, Drive Times Adrian Durham and the former England striker Darren Bent on how football can learn from the NBA. But first, this is Simon Jordan, who warned that we're getting close to the final straw and football may soon be given the order to stop. There is a case being built here, and I don't want to be the poster boy for it, that perhaps football needs to be stopped. Because we've got people running around the streets now that are not listening, whether we like it or we don't, and I don't like it. I hate the fear culture. I hate some of the doubling down that's going on and some of the ridiculousness. We're not going to beat it. We're not going to get around it. People, yeah. are going, We've been told that we're going to be locked down. And the more we don't comply with it, the longer this country's going to be in ruins. And it means taking down the national sport to use it as a poster boy for a different kind of message. People are quite happy to use sport for any message that suits them. Perhaps it might have to be used as a message to sacrifice the way people are behaving in society. Just a thought. If there are more games on than off, which has been the case all the way through, if there are more games able to be played than postponed, then I think we should carry on if it becomes dangerous for people's health obviously you don't carry on i mean it's a no-brainer but at the moment if there are more games that can go ahead than are being postponed i don't see any reason to to stop playing football we've seen it work in other sports if you look at the nba for instance last season they did it for three months yeah by the way but they, they moved into that secure bubble they all moved to, i think it was disneyland obviously if you left the bubble for any reason and you came back you have to self-isolate for two weeks and 
I think if you talk about for four weeks living at the training ground, it it would it would work. It certainly I think would bring the numbers down because you can kind of keep track on every single one of your players. Mm-hmm. Because unfortunately, what we've seen in the last few weeks is that you can't one hundred percent trust the, the, the footballers at the minute. Do you know what I mean? We're just seeing some break uh, protocol. Mm-hmm. You've seen it around yeah. the holiday period, Christmas, then kind of mixing together, and you're not supposed to do that. So the more that they keep mixing and doing all these kind of things, the numbers are going to keep going up and up and up. So for me, it, I think it would work. I just don't think that it would be a possible with the number of teams you're talking involved to keep the competition where it's got no favour favours nobody to keep it in that sort of line I, I just can't see the Premier League being like that there's so many people involved I mean you know what it's like now I mean it's a few years ago where everybody used to get on the same bus now you've got three buses before before all this came out you've got three buses coming with Premier League one for the staff alone and, and yeah. things whether the players would be 100% happy with it I can't see it but as I said the NBA did it for three months that is a long time if you only took like four weeks for the, the Premier League clubs or, or football in this country to do that yeah. then that could work now Spurs take on Fulham tonight in the Premier League on TalkSport in a match which has been arranged at 48 hours notice dear oh me I don't know how these professional footballers who train every single day can get ready at such short notice. Anyway, we'll get the take of the Rangers legend Ali McCoy's former Man City defender Danny Mills, as well as Fulham manager old Scotty Parker, who said it was scandalous to be given such short notice. But first up, it's the Spurs boss Jose Mourinho speaking to TalkSport's James Savundra. I'm told this gets a little bit feisty. Well, that's James Savundra for you when he's had a drink. Jose, we know it's a season where teams are going to have to adapt to situations that short notice, but do you feel it's acceptable that Fulham have only had just over 48 hours to prepare for a game that they didn't think they'd be playing tomorrow night? Are you serious? They had 48 hours to prepare for this game. In terms of knowing the match has been scheduled, that was when it was confirmed. Look, I I had the news that I was not going to, to play them two hours before the game starts. We knew last week that Aston Villa had a problem. Aston Villa's game against Spurs was called off. We, it was well documented that the majority of Aston Villa's team were in isolation. They then fielded an under-18-23 team, a game against Liverpool. So we knew then that maybe that their game on Wednesday, or probably will be, called off. Well, at that moment, tell us. Once again, for the umpteenth time, football is showing that it is so disconnected from what's going on in the real world. I've said before on kickoff. The, the sport and that we would all have to be flexible during this period. It's been months now. We all know how flexible we have to be. Those of you with children out there, you understand how flexible you need to be because earlier on this month, you were told with about 24 hours notice that you'd have to be at home, homeschooling, as opposed to sending your kids off to school. So we all get it now. We should all get it by now, but clearly we don't all get it by now. What I would say is, I've already gone on record as saying it's, you know, the times are unprecedented, so there will be things that are happening that won't be normal and won't be up everybody's street. But something like that, that looks to me like a basic error of not informing somebody earlier when they should have, and that looks a big, big mistake. I, I am really, I, I'm really weary because I do understand that the, that the Premier League and the position they're in and what they have going on at the moment is is, is immense. But that's that's the way it is, you know. If I'd have known this, we'd have known this Thursday, Friday. You know, not a problem, not a problem at all. In this unprecedented times where you've been told that there is a chance and a good chance that you may now have a fixture on the Wednesday because you've got a free week and it's been FA Cup and everything else. Come on, stop complaining about that. Because Scott Parker is so annoyed at being given two days to prepare 
for a match. And I don't think he understands, clearly he doesn't understand what people are going through because it's a privilege to play football. He should be absolutely delighted that he's got a game to play, to be perfectly honest. You know what, you get to go to the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, greatest stadium in the world with your Fulham side. You've got two days to prepare for it. It won't be an easy game. But what does he want? Would he have wanted the game earlier on between the two sides to have been forfeited and his team lost 3-0? At least he's got a chance now of playing the match. We played 11 more matches than Fulham since the beginning of the season. They played Saturday against QPR. If tomorrow they come with half of the team, I will be the first one to apologise to them and I will be the first one to say we played this game with an advantage. If tomorrow they come and they come with their best team, I think they, they should apologise to all of us. Don't forget the Spurs against Fulham. He's live tonight on TalkSport. It's an 8.15 kickoff. Now, the Australian batsman Steve Smudger-Smith says he's shocked and disappointed on suggestions that he deliberately scuffed up the crease during the final day of the third test against India. Smudger's antics, as well as the sledging by his captain Tim Payne, received criticism from our very own Darren Goff in the previous edition of the podcast. We'll hear from the England all-rounder Chris Wokes, Wokesy, former Ashes winner Steve Harmson, Harmy, and Sam Ellard. <clears throat> I think he was the dog in EastEnders. But first, this is the former Australian bowler, Brad Hogg, Hoggy, on TalkSport 2, responding to Goffey. I bet he sticks up for the Aussies. Yeah, he does. It could have just been a brain fade. Uh, he might not have realised what he was doing, but, you know, we, you we don't know that. So it's not a good look. And I'm not sticking up for him, but, you know, we, we're in a society right now where, you know, we're, we're prepared to shoot the messenger before we actually get the message. And, you know, that, that's a scary thing for me. But, uh, you know, I, it's not a good look. I didn't like what I saw and hopefully he doesn't do it again. It's not the first time that, you know, I've seen something like that happen. So, you know, with the fact that it's such a big series, a big player in a big moment, it's probably meant it's been blown up a little bit. But look, I... Whether he had only there's only one person that knows whether he was doing it to affect the opposition batsman or not, and that's Steve himself. I can't wait to get you to the Gabarash. Tell you what, she's never done that. Just like we want to get you to India. That'll be your last series. What Tim Payne said to Ashwin was, "My job's on the line here. I'm under pressure." I don't think he would have said it a year ago. I don't even think he would have said it six months ago. But I think this guy's job's on the line, and I think he's realising that, and I think that's why he said what he said. I want to apologise um, for the way I went about things yesterday. I'm someone who prides themselves on the way I lead this team, and yesterday was was a poor reflection of that. I think Tim Payne is the luckiest guy in sport. How this guy is the Australia captain is utterly incredible. He is a bang-average captain. He's a poor batsman. He still hasn't got a Test Match 100 to his name. The joke is he was sledged a bowler who has four more test match hundreds than him. Now, if there is clever banter, which is humorous and funny, and it's not personal abuse, we can all hear it. Remember the Andrew Flintoff? Mind the windows, Tino. Yeah! Whether he out-bowled him or out-talked him, I don't know. That is the art of sledging. It's not getting personal. It's not telling you that you're not very popular in your team from your teammates because they've told me when I play in the IPL or whatever. That's not what it's about, surely. You know what I mean? It's getting personal and there's no need for it for me now in this day and age in professional sport. And don't forget that from 4.30am tomorrow morning on TalkSport, John Norman will be providing updates from day one of the first test as England take on Sri Lanka. Now, Declan Rice, is he all that? Well, I think he is. Of course he is. He's fantastic. But no, here's Matthew, the Chelsea fan on drive, to explain why. By the way, 
I say he's worth every penny. Not Matthew, Declan Rice. A hundred million? Not being funny, but, but, I mean, he's hardly a superstar, is he? He's hardly a Ronaldo, hardly a Messi. You know, what does he do to... Well, hang on, you won't get either of them for a hundred million in their, peak, in their peak, would you? Come on. No, you won't. Nobody, nobody's no, saying no, he's, he's, there, he's them, are they? No, 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 but what I'm trying to say is, he's a workman-like player. He's not... He's not someone who's quite, you know, sort of extravagant like your, your hazards of the world. No, I mean, he stands out because he's playing in the mate, mate, let me Mate, let me just address that. When you say workmanlike, Rolls-Royces are not workmanlike, mate. Honestly, he's not spectacular. He's not going to get you 20, 25 goals a season. But there's a yeah. way he plays, which Won't is so... Five. It's silky. It's gorgeous. And what he does is he... In a, in a way, people don't really notice because he's not throwing himself into tackles head first. He interrupts the play because he knows what's going to happen before anybody else. His reading of the game, it's it's. I'd say it's slightly better than Fabinho's reading of the game, and I think he's one of the best in the Premier League. Have you ever wondered what it's like to miss out on a World Cup squad after being the top English goal scorer in the Premier League, only for a teenager in Theo Walcott to take your place? Well. This is Darren Ben explaining what that felt like way back in 2006. Did you find out for, that you didn't go to 2006 on Sky Sports News? See, this, kind of, because I'm pretty sure back then, I know I spoke to Sven on the phone, he phoned me and told me that wasn't going, but I'm not quite sure if beforehand, you know when it's like they're breaking, they're trying to yeah. find out who's going to be and who's going to be out. I'm pretty sure I saw on Sky Sports News saying, we're hearing reports that Jermaine Defoe and Darren Ben have been left, have not been yeah. selected. So and when you got the phone call, you were like, yeah. So, no. so I kind of knew it was coming, yeah, which is a bit, it's quite hard to take. But when it happened the second time, I, I dealt with it like, okay, well, it's happened again. Like Get your girlfriend dumping you over text rather than calling you up. Yeah, <laughs> do it to my face, do you know what I mean? But no, yeah, he, he, he phoned me up and just said, oh, listen, you've done very well this season, but I'm not going to take you. And that was it. Do you always yeah. sort of end up holding a grudge for those managers, the likes of Sven, that, that you feel like held you back? Uh, not, not, not that manager. Mm. There's some out there that, yeah, I do. <laughs> Which well, ones? No, but <laughs> there, there, there are some. There are some there that I would walk past in the street and not say one word to. But Sven, I wouldn't. At the end of the day, you listen. That England manager's job is stressful. It's tough. Do you know what I mean? You see how many managers go bald after two weeks in in in, in, in that England job. So for for me, any, any England manager, I wouldn't hold a grudge because I know how tough that can be. There are a lot of bald people out there that are they very happy. That, that. No, no, listen, <laughs> they should put that on the post the next time they're looking for one. Guaranteed bald. Yeah, yeah, you know what I mean? You know, would you like to go bald? Yeah. So I think come and join us at the FA. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's nearly it for another podcast. A reminder, you can hear live and exclusive to TalkSport 2 championship commentary of Brentford against Bristol City. That's from 7pm. And then, as I've mentioned a few times in this podcast, live and exclusive to TalkSport, Spurs entertain Fulham. That one kicks off at 8.15. I'm back on Andy Goldstein Sports by Monday to Thursday from 10pm. Tonight, from 10pm, taking your calls after those games and much, much more besides. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily podcasts out first thing in the morning. So do what you've got to do to get it. In the meantime, thanks for downloading. Thanks for listening. Have a great day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. Oh, what a goal! What a goal! That was a podcast from TalkSport. 
The TalkSport Daily podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.